Daniel Studios in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's the Dennis Daniel Show. Tonight's guest, concert producer Jason Michael Paul. And your announcer, me, Belle Dandy. And now, here's your host. He is Cincinnati's next big radio personality, Mr. Dennis Daniel. gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, it's me, it's me, it's the good old Double D, and you have found Blog Talk, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's take this a, another way. It looks like you guys have found Blog Talk Radio's hottest talk show, The Dennis Daniel Show. Of course, as always, I am the one, the only, I should have my own legend of insert name here, because I'm just so awesome, Dennis Daniel. <laughs> and folks, I'm excited because after a small hiatus from summer, you know, summer was in so awesome, we did so many great interviews, had to take a small break, but you know what, we are back here on the Dennis Daniel Show on Blog Talk Radio, and I can't think of a better way to kick off fall season here with some awesome guests. And tonight on the program, I am so excited because we have concert producer extraordinaire Jason Michael Paul. Now, I bet you're wondering, Dennis, why do you have a concert producer on your program? Well, I'm glad you asked, or you didn't ask, or whatever. Anyway, Jason Michael Paul is probably best known as the creative genius behind several very popular video game concert series including Dear Friends, Music from Final Fantasy, Play, a video game symphony, and The Legend of Zelda, Symphony of the Goddesses. That's an incredible concert which is currently touring the United States and Canada and is actually headed this way to Cincinnati, Ohio. My backyard, my hometown, my streets. Well, I don't know if they're my streets. They, I think I think Mallory has some kind of claim to them. But we were so excited when we heard that this concert was coming, we emailed the guys at Nintendo, hey guys, we want to promote this concert. It sounds like it's going to be an awesome concert. Because if you know us and video game concerts, we go together like PB&J. Because we just got done talking about the Distant World concert last year with Arnie Roth. So how in the world can you not be excited for the new concert coming to Cincinnati. But anyway, Jason Michael Paul. I mean, this guy has worked in, I think, one booming field. Because let's face it, your favorite video game, everyone has a favorite video game. And what's a video game without music? For Mario Brothers, they got the do 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 For Pokemon, the da 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 do 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 And for Zelda, you got the do 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 Because... Let's face it, without music, video games would kind of, you know, well, except for Pong and Pac-Man. But 
But Pac-Man had the get out of there. So when so why would they not have a concert dedicated to the awesome music that we've come to know that has been part of our childhoods for many, many years? Well, we can thank Mr. Paul here for producing these awesome concerts. And Cincinnati is the next stop for the Legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses, and I am so excited, October 25th at the Cincinnati Music Theater. Tickets are now available at zeldasymphony.com. But you know what? Why don't we talk about it a little bit with the, with the band behind the Zelda concert? So that's why we're playing all the Zelda sounds, because it, it just makes it feel awesome. And, and if anyone sees little Karibo, will you tell him we used his dee-dee-dee-doo? You know, might, might help us have him back on the program. But anyway, my guest tonight is a very accomplished concert promoter and producer who is the creative genius behind the play, a video game symphony, Dear Friends, music from Final Fantasy, and The Legend of Zelda, Symphony of the Goddesses, which you can see this October 27th at the Cincinnati Music Hall. Tickets are still available. If you haven't bought one yet, I know I have. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the one, the only, Mr. Jason Michael Paul. Mr. Paul, thank you, and welcome to the Dennis Daniels Show. Well, thank you for having me. Hey, thank you for being on here. I, I got to tell you, when you think of video game music, you, you never really think that uh, one day you're going to hear it in a concert. But thanks to you, dream freaking come true. Nice. It's been a long haul, you know, getting it to where it is now. So it's becoming a lot more commonplace. Yes, uh, I, I thanks mean, success. I mean to say that you haven't had your hand in 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 several successful concerts. That 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 that's like that's understating it. I mean you have been the creative genius behind I think some of the greatest concerts of my generation. And, and of course, you know, people have different tastes, but when it comes to video games and such a a very creative outlet, not many people would think that video games would be deserving of their own concert series. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. So what got you interested in music? Oh, um, well, I've always been interested in music. You know, I kind of, I grew up in a musical household. You know, my, my father was, uh, you know, he had a, 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 he played drums. He, uh, you know, he was in a band. He did his thing. And uh, I also, you know, played instruments, um, piano, guitar, and I also played the drums as well. Um, so, you know, I, I had those types of influences, but my, you know, my professional career didn't really start until I was, you know, about 20 years old in terms of video and, uh, and music. Yes, I was, I was doing some uh, research. Uh, you've been uh, working, you've actually gotten to work uh, for several comp- major companies, including Sony for the PlayStation as a project manager yeah. for the company's uh, first interactive store. And, of course, that would entail, you know, various in-store events, promotions, uh, parties, soirees, shindigs. So so what, what was that like? Um, well, it was it was at a time when, you know, PlayStation was obviously, uh, you know, the the, the leader um, in, in consoles. And, 
they they happen to be the client um, that we worked with um, when I worked for an agency. Um, we did all those special events. We did, uh, as you had said, um, the first totally interactive store for PlayStation, which was basically just a retail store. Um, so we, you know, it was a it was a it was a great array of projects um, from permanent to temporary to uh, concerts um, for parties and things like that to uh, trade show booths at E3 for PlayStation and uh, you know my relationship with Square Enix came out of that relationship and um, you know uh, just a, a ton of different projects uh, that, that was the beauty of it that does sound uh, pretty cool blogtalkradio.com this is the Dennis Daniels show we've got Jason Michael Paul on the air concert producer extraordinaire and the creative minds behind the legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses which is coming to Cincinnati October 27th at the Cincinnati Music Hall. Tickets are now available at zeldasymphony.com. So, of course, uh, one of your of your first major concerts for video games was, of course, Dear Friends, music from Final Fantasy. And you got to actually work alongside uh, conductor Arnie Roth, who we've had on the program before, and who, who now conducts for the Distant Worlds, more music from Final Fantasy concert series. What was it like working on the uh, Dear Friends concert series and working with Arnie Roth when the concert for video games was still in its infantile stages? Yeah, well, I mean, the this, this show, the first one we ever did in 2004, was actually not with Arnie Roth. It was, um, I hired a conductor named Miguel Hart Bedoya, and that was the one that was at the Walt Disney Concert Hall in 2004, and that's where we did the first uh, Dear Friends show. Um, that particular show was, it was more, um, you know, we I worked much closer with uh, Uematsu and some of the, you know, Amano-san, who's the illustrator, genius behind all of the uh, illustrations for Final Fantasy, and then, of course, um, you know, Sakaguchi-san, who was instrumental in, um, you know, talking and, and choosing the the video that we we ran. Um, you know, those those experiences were were really memorable. Uh, the first one we ever did was really where the whole show came together, and and just working with those guys, um, just you know, pretty much me and them, um, with the help of my contact at Square Enix, uh, Kyoko Yamashita, and then then President Jin uh, Osaki. Um, that was the most memorable experience, just working with those, you know, those those creative geniuses. Yeah, I was, just, the first one. I was just uh, looking on uh, several sites. This was the uh, the Dear Friends concert was actually the first concert of its kind to feature visuals during performance for a video game franchise concert. And and it, it, yeah. it, I, I mean, and if you look at other concerts like you know like like the This World concert, which features video game footage during the concert's playing yeah. of music from that video game, you'll see that that really has become a, a, a staple in these types of concerts yeah. because, I mean, you can listen to the music, but, but it, just, it just adds to the, to the flair and nostalgia when you see, yeah. uh, you see your favorite uh, battle on the, on the big screen and you see the concert playing along to that epic battle, all the, all the booms and the, and the, and the slowdowns and the speed-ups and slowdowns and speed-ups. It just it just it adds to like it just gives you that video game nirvana feeling that, that you get in the back of your of your head while you're playing the, your favorite game and it just it it's a really mind blowing thing. That's that was the whole point, you know. Um, you know they had been doing these concerts for years, 
in Tokyo. Um, you know, I had went to a couple of video game concerts, uh, music concerts in Tokyo, but they never really were doing it with the visuals. So that's why when I did the first concert in 2004, I was like, I definitely need to have a more a more multimedia component to it. The beautiful thing about the you know the Symphony of the Goddesses is that we really really make sure that all the all the music is perfectly synced with the visuals. So any anything like the horse, you know, late riding the horse, you know, jumping over, you know, it's 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 all it's all completely in sync and that's that's really what is so beautiful about the Legend of Double Show. Uh, well, again, I think that it is going to be, you know, just one of the most mind-blowing concerts to ever come through Cincinnati. We've had a lot of mind-blowing things come through Cincinnati, but I don't know if it's it could even stand up to, to even the, the Symphony of the Goddesses. But uh, Have you seen it? No, I have not. I have friends who have had seen it, and they told me, Dennis, oh, wow. you got to get out there. you got to see it. I'm not I'm not biased or anything, but I can tell you right now of all the concerts I've ever been a part of, you know, including More Friends, which I produced as well, um, Final Fantasy. But um, you know, the the this show is just it's the top. It's it's I'm I'm very proud of this show. Um it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing show. Well, well, don't oversell it right now, Jason, because we got because we got a special part of the interview where we got to oversell it. So we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to send everyone go. Oh well, we heard enough. Let's get out of here. We want to, we want to save that part so where we can sell it because we don't want to, you yeah. know, we don't, don't want to, you know, get to that part and go. Oh well, we already already talked about about that. But 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 anyway, moving right along. Of course, after dear friends and more friends and even even more friends, which is a joke right there. Uh, Two thousand six, you produced what I think has been an incredible concert. Vi- play a video game symphony. We talked with um we talked with uh Arnie about how, about the impact of this. So what was it like working on play? And you know, bringing together all these different composers. We're talking uh, Jeremy Soul. We're talking Nobuo Uematsu, Yasunori Mitsuda, Akira Yokoyamaoka, Koji Kondo. Koji Kondo. For those who don't know, I believe Koji Kondo is the creative genius behind the, the Mario and Zelda series. So you're taking Mario, Zelda, Final Fantasy, and, and you're mixing them together in a combustible combustible element that just became play a video game symphony so what was it like working on play and what do you think of the impact that it's had through uh, through video game enthusiasts i i think it was just um the timing was right i felt like um everyone who was at that initial concert in chicago um it was just uh it was it was a dream come true working with you know those people, the composers, to create this show, and wow, it seems like yesterday that we were we were doing that. But um, to work with those people and to continue to work with those people, I mean, those are that's really a dream team of composers that work in the industry. Of course, there's a lot of new newer uh, newcomers like Austin Wintory and um, you know, which from from Journey and what have you, and um, uh, yeah, it was just a it was amazing. Still amazing. I still I still love to be able to work with these these composers. Yeah, I was just looking at, at some of the of the games these people have worked on. I mean, we're talking uh, we're talking uh, Legend of Zelda, Mario, Silent Hill, which you know is probably one of the scariest 
scariest games out there. I mean, I'd probably be if it was playing at a concert, I'd probably be hiding under my chair. Because because uh, Castlevania. Castlevania. I mean, again, yeah. you got so many great, great musicians who who produce so many many great songs and and pieces that have become staples for for video game fans. I mean, I don't know a fan out there who doesn't know the Mario do 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 do. Again, or the or the Zelda, do 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 do. You know, I mean, you have not been, or or of course the Uematsu, do 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 do. Again, music, I think, really brings a a video game together because let's face it, if you want to play an awesome video game and you have no awesome music to it, you're, you're pretty much just you know moving a joystick around. But if the music helps the storyline of the video game that just, again, gives that euphoric feeling like you're not playing a game. You're, you're living a character. You're, you're, in, you're entailed in a story. And, of course, a concert dedicated to this type of thing, you know, just it, it, it really emphasizes the impact that music has had in the video game industry. Sorry to... But, um, and of course, you bring these concerts together. It's just again mind blowing, and just to be able to say, "Hey, I've gotten to work with Uimatsu and and uh, Jeremy Soul and Koji Kondo." I mean, that's got to be a really humbling thing. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you know they're they're very humble. They're very humble too. I mean, all these people are very humble. They. Um, Koji Kondo is probably the most humble person I've ever met in my life. You know, he's just uh, very much, at the end of the day, all business, um, very professional. You know, uh, you would never know that he's a musical genius behind some of the the most of the, some of these amazing games. It's crazy, but um, very very talented. And, um, you know, our concerts, you know, they bring this music to to the masses. That's what we try. That's what I've tried to do. Um, from day one with these concerts is, is just to, to make it so that more and more people can enjoy the music of these video games. Well, I believe a Mission Accomplished banner is deserved for this type of thing because I think you freaking nailed it. Thank you. But anyway, now we get into the main event of all this. The reason that you're here, the reason that I'm excited, October 27th in Cincinnati, The Legend of Zelda, Symphony of the Goddesses, a brand new concert that I guess kind of tied into uh, a couple years ago with the 25th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda. So, Jason, first off, the question is, why does The Legend of Zelda deserve its own concert series? I mean, there are so many great games out there. There's Mario, Metroid, the Pokemon series has, does have a concert series. The Pokemon series doesn't have a concert series yet. So why The Legend of Zelda? Um, well, it was just... Uh it was just more or less the timing, you know, the 25th anniversary was happening. Nintendo was interested in doing concerts that were surrounding the 25th anniversary in Tokyo, LA and London. Um, and, you know, uh, the press event, um, to kick off E3 that they produced, they have, we had an orchestra, um, as part of that. And, um, that's really where Miyamoto san made all the big announcements, uh, letting people know that we were going to do an orchestral CD, do a company, um, the Skyward Sword release is part of a bundle, and my company would be producing it as well as the three concerts in LA, Tokyo, and London. Um, it was just, uh, you know, and, and obviously the, the success of those three shows, um, and then 
you know, seeing that success and, and seeing that this franchise can support uh, a touring, uh, a tour, we immediately wanted to present to the folks at Nintendo um, the concept for Stephanie the Goddess's touring show. And uh, they were receptive and and they, they liked it. And, and so we've been touring ever since. Yeah. It's an amazing show. We have an 18 by 30 foot screen suspended above the orchestra. We have orchestra choir. We have a 24 voice choir. We have a 66 piece orchestra. We have the very talented and, and beauty of Susie Sider, our music um, our conductor. Also, she arranged a lot of the pieces and worked with Koji Kondo on, on these pieces. Um, you know, it's just a, an amazing collaboration. And then, of course, we have some of the most talented musicians. Um, that hail out of Cincinnati is part of the Pops. Yeah. So oh, yes, the Pops, a, the Pops Symphony Orchestra is a staple in the Cincinnati area. So to have them absolutely. included in the Legend of Zelda concert series, I, I believe, you know, I believe only three words describe all this. Do it big. I mean, it's, do I it mean, right. It's, yeah, do it right, do it big, go big or go home, and we ain't going home. We're doing this, we're doing it live, we're doing it big, and I think when you hear the Pops, who who is world-renowned, by the way, combined with the awesome music that can only be found in this iconic video game series. And I'm just going through some of the program right now. You've got uh, you've got pieces from Twilight Princess, A Link to the Past. You have The Great Fairy's Fountain, The Ocarina of Time, The Wind Waker. Again, I don't, I, Jason, I don't even know if I'll be able to sit through it because I might just be freaking out how awesome this is going to be. Yeah, it's, it kind of has an effect on people. Yes, yes, but yeah, in a good way. I mean, I mean, we might just be, you know, we might have to, the intermission might have to be so everyone can go outside and get their catch their breath because they're just. Oh, I'll man. make sure. I'll make sure I have extra life support for you. Yes, please, please make sure, Jason, because I could, in I could just, I could, die, I could die, I could die of awesomeness from this concert series, and I mean, I, and I'm just it's all the Yes, yes, yes. We'll all be going. Sarah! Or something like that. He never he never says anything besides eh, and and he 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 needs hooked on phonics. I I don't know. But anyway, here's what a few other outlets are saying about this concert. Destructoid.com. Symphony of the Goddesses is pure magic. This is, there's simply no other way to describe it. Complex Magazine. There are plenty. There's plenty of Zelda love sprinkled throughout the entire concert, and it's accompanied by lovely crafted music. Picky Geek. Symphony of the Goddesses was a marvelous event that serves as a further legitimization of the art of games. Le- legitimization of the art of games. Right there. I, I, what, I, I had to that's agree what that. I, that's what I tried to do with my concert. That's kind of the, uh, the summation of what it is that I've tried to achieve with this, this particular, uh, you know, this particular uh, type of production. Well... Again, you've had all kinds of great experience in music that I think really helps with the video game concert series that you've worked on. And I even read that you've gotten to work and work alongside such greats as Luciano Pavarotti and even the three tenors. So what was that like, getting to work along you know, musical greats like, the, like Pavarotti and the three tenors who have been – who are icons in uh, – in classical opera music. Yeah, I just I took it for what it was worth. You know, I never I never took it for granted. Um, I was always constantly learning, trying to learn, 
um, really just studying some of the greats in the business um, for what it's like to, you know, stage a show. And I just took it very seriously. And I used uh, the time that I was doing that to, to just really hone in on my skills and uh, and have that understanding of how to produce an orchestral, um, you know, symphonic, um, soloist, operatic, um, whatever it may be, you know. Um, just It was just the time. It was kind of like my apprenticeship. Um, and, and, and really just, I, di- I didn't waste any time. I just pulled up my sleeves and, and just took care of it. Well, it just, it, it seems like, you know, you've just, you've had a really, you know, big impact. Or, or the music that you've worked or people who you've gotten to work along with have had a really big impact on your career. And you've passed what you have learned from these greats like Arnie Roth and Uematsu and the Three Tenors and Pavarotti. And and, to, and took that and passed it along to these great projects that you've gotten to work on throughout your career. I mean, if you look at the impact, again, yeah. look, look at the impact of what uh, Play has had, uh, Dear Friends, and now The Legend of Zelda, Symphony of the Goddesses. And we're talking, this thing has had such an impact. I mean, not only are you touring through U.S. and Canada, but you've but there have been tour dates added for Europe, Australia and Asia. So you got to say, Jason, this has had a global global grip. And if if other countries are demanding to see it, you must be doing something right. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, I'm really proud of my new show, Replay, uh, Symphony of Heroes, which is uh, also something I want to talk about. Just uh, you know, promoting that. We're we're going to be kind of, we're going to be kicking it off in Omaha. With the Omaha Symphony, October 12th, it's the same day as the show in Edmonton with the uh, Symphony of the Goddesses. But um, it's 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 going to be a wonderful show. Uh, features music from Journey, um, Portal, uh, you name it, Lost Odyssey, Lomatsu, um, Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> Uh, really, where do I stop? Guild Wars. Uh, now I gotta see both of them. Uh, if I only had the ability to be in two places at <laughs> once, Jason. Now I, I, I wish yeah. I could. I wish I had a flux capacitor so I could travel the the eighty eight point five miles to go back to see the play concert and then come back and see the Zola concert. Fortunately, I don't have enough plutonium to power the one point twenty one gigawatts needed, and then our Back to the Future joke is now out of here. But uh, of course, looking, I'm just looking at the schedule, and I mean, you're going to 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 Boston to Baltimore to Chicago, Milwaukee, and after our show, and this is mind blowing. You guys are going to be playing the mecca of arenas, Madison Square Garden. That's got to be some really awesomeness right there to be playing at the Garden. So, are you excited for the for the Garden? Yeah, it, it's the theater, so you know it's it's a pretty amazing feeling. It's 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 just magnetic to be, you know, in New York doing a show. It's a dream come true. It's it's kind of to be there last year and then to be there this this year as well. It's just it's it's kind of a dream come true. It's a dream come true for for everyone involved, and, and you know I'm really about promoting um, the whole team, and, and everyone is just doing a phenomenal job. And, Ultimately, the fans are just, you know, that's why we're able to do this. It's because the fans have just been so receptive and and, and supporting. Um, and, you know, that's, that's it's amazing, yeah. The short answer is it's amazing. Yeah, but, 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 but even if it's in the theater, 
you're still in freaking Madison Square Garden. I mean, there are oh, only a Trust only me. a few handset of events have just had oh, a major impact in there. I mean, that was the same Madison Square Garden where Andrew Dice Clay became the only comedian to sell it out two nights in a row. I mean, Madison Square Garden in 1985 hosting the inaugural WrestleMania. And you've seen how much of an impact that's had in pop culture. So to have to say that to I know I'm a big wrestling fan to say that you have played in the same area where many countless musicians have played the Stanley Cup right Finals, the several great comedians, including Andrew Dice Clay, the Dice Man. I mean to say that you have had. Yeah, say yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a gargling effect. To to say that you have yep. had your hand at one of the greatest stadiums and arenas in the world, it's a sign that you've made it. And I I, I, I cannot wait for the day that we hear Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses live from Carnegie Hall. <laughs> it's a strike right now. There's nothing going to happen there for a while. Well, yeah, the, the, you should play Carnegie Hall, the Hollywood Bowl. Heck, if you go to Japan, you might just have to play in the Tokyo Superdome. <laughs> Mr. Paul, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us about this awesome concert. Again, The Legend of Zelda, Symphony of the Goddesses, October 27th, Cincinnati Music Hall. Tickets are now available. We've got tickets Regular floor seats. We've got VIP passes. And the VIP passes, they get you a private meet and greet with some of the members and the creative team behind the show. But is that going to be one of you, Mr. Paul? That, that could be quite possible. So, it, again, if you go, make sure you, you go in a little style with the VIP pass. $90. I don't, see, I don't see why no one could afford that. And you also get a numbered limited edition poster signed by the creative team of this, including Mr. Paul here. But anyway, uh, hey. check out Zelda-Symphony.com for more information. Mr. Paul, thank you so much for being on the program. I greatly appreciate it. And I cannot wait to see you at Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses. Thank you. Well, unfortunately, that's going to do it for this installment of the program. Until we see you down the road, this is the Dennis Daniel Show saying, my boy.